show today we love it yep i'm uh recovering since thanksgiving i was all jacked up with my whole family being here all at once and uh you know i got i got a little um i got a little excited and uh, then i i lose sleep but last night i zonked out i got into bed early must have got into bed about seven o'clock and i uh I'm now I'm now into this thing. Before I go to bed, I watch Netflix. They, um, I guess, they own the rights to every episode of SWAT that ever uh, aired. <laughs> and uh, I'm into season two now. And I mean, there must be like 22 episodes yeah, uh, for there each must season. Be like yeah, 50 seasons, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's great. It's SWAT. I watch yeah. SWAT every week. It's the same exact thing. The you know. There's some dire emergency. Somebody is like a terrorist or something. And then SWAT comes in and solves it by the end of the hour. And um, you would like SWAT, Robin. There's a no, guy named um, There's a guy named Hondo, who's Hondo. a very attractive. Yeah, Hondo. He's the head. He's the leader of the SWAT team, and he was selected as the leader. And he was selected over this white guy. It was, it's a little bit racial. They decided they needed a black guy to head the SWAT team uh. in, in order for the community to be relaxed. And so, uh, there's that dynamic, but Hondo's fantastic. And in the first season, he's fucking the captain who's super hot. Some chick who's, uh, wait she's a the, 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 wait a minute. What, what? He's fucking she's his a, boss? Yeah. <laughs> she's a Latina. A Latina. And uh, she's super hot. Like, I don't even know her name or anything. Captain. Oh, Captain Cortez. And Hondo fucks her. And uh, but then they have to break up because uh, yeah, you can't because fuck your boss. Yeah, political reasons. Yes, yes. Yeah. What were they doing starting in the first place? Why do people do that? Well, she couldn't resist. She couldn't resist because Hondo's so fucking masculine. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, he's a good looking dude. And yeah. all the chicks dig him, yeah. He even oh, fucks he's like a chef. <laughs> well, he's like Superman because uh, Hondo, you know, Hondo gets all the bad guys. And what uh, did the other people on his team do? Because it's a team, I don't know. right? There's a guy named Lou Ferrigno Jr., and I'm assuming he's Lou Ferrigno's yeah. son. But uh-huh. and there's one guy who looks a lot like Lou Ferrigno, so I'm assuming it's his son. That must uh, be him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm like, I'm like, I wonder which one. Hey guys, can you Google Lou Ferrigno Jr.? I want to see if it's the guy. I'm. Th- it's got to be because he looks exactly like Lou Ferrigno. Maybe and, he just uh, calls himself that because <laughs> it looks like Lou. Yeah, I know. When I go, when I become an actor, I'm going to be Lou Ferrigno Jr. Because Lou Ferrigno was the greatest actor that ever lived. Uh, let's see. You watch that show, Rombo? Yeah, I watch it all the time. Yeah, what uh, season Lou are you Ferrigno in? Yeah. Oh, I finished it all. Oh, you finished it all. 
Yeah, don't yeah, tell me anything because I'm no, only no, no, in season two. Lou Ferrigno Jr. is not on the team. He is. Uh, he's a suit. What? He's a Are suit you kidding? Dude. He's not the guy who arm wrestles. No. Oh, oh, you're kidding. Whoa. That's the guy who looks like Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, there's a guy who looks like <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. And I was like, well, that's got to be his son. Which guy is Lou Ferrigno Jr.? He, he's like a, he's like a higher up. Uh, he, oh. He's a suit dude. I think he's like a, a assistant somebody to the mayor or something. Hey, he's oh. watched this show for years, and he still doesn't know what this guy does. No, I, well, <laughs> he, he's not on all the time, he's a Robin. Suit. He, He's, he's, a, he's suit. a suit. He wears a suit. He's a fucking suit guy. <laughs> is he the guy? Is Lou Ferrigno Jr. the guy who is Hondo and Captain Cortez's boss? Uh, that guy? That old guy no, with like, no, the droopy that, eyelids? No, the old guy. This, oh. uh, Lou Ferrigno Jr., is the, he's got like blackish hair. Uh, he, oh. He's like in his probably four, early 40s, maybe. Oh, wow. Um, and he, he's... He's like a, an assistant to the mayor or something like that, I, I think. Or the police oh, commissioner. Some shit Are like that. Are you really watching the show, Arani? Yeah, I'm watching know. it because I don't concentrate <laughs> on Lou Ferrigno Jr. I I'm obsessed with Lou Ferrigno Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, don't even know, know who to watch. I, I'm watching this I other guy thinking... <laughs> I'm no, I'm watching this other guy thinking it's Lou Ferrigno Jr. And it's even <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the, not even you're thinking of a blonde haired dude who drives. Yeah, the, he drives the SWAT truck. Yeah, he's that's the driver. Not, yeah, that's not him. That's wow. Not him. I would have bet you a billion dollars that this dude no. was Lou Ferrigno Jr. No, he's not. Wow. Wow. How, and I'm how like, could you be so wrong? And, and every night I, wa I watch SWAT every single night. I can't wait to get into bed to watch SWAT and Hondo and uh and then I'm waiting for the guy I thought was Lou Ferrigno Jr. to turn into the Hulk. Like, all of a sudden, he'll to get gamma rays. And he'll, right. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Ferrigno Jr. It's so great. Like, what? there's an acting dynasty. The Lou Ferrigno, the Ferrignos. Like, like wow. My mind goes berserk. What I'm watching, I go, there's a Ferrigno acting dynasty. It's like the Barrymores. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the Ferrignos. That is so uh, funny because that's what I was thinking of you last night. I was like, Howard's the start of a dynasty. Of what dynasty? The Stern dynasty. It won't the Stern have dynasty. Stern name. Yeah. <laughs> no, none of my girls have the Stern name anymore. And, uh, well, one does. But I mean, it's like they keep marrying these guys and I keep saying, I'll give you money to keep the name Stern and they won't do it. <laughs> it's like the Stern name died out. I decided years ago it was not important for the Stern name to go on. Better it end. <laughs> That's how I think. But, uh, yeah, SWAT's awesome, huh, Ronnie? That show yeah, is awesome. Yeah, it's a really good show. Well, what's cool about it is Lou well, he used, he used to be in uh, that dude uh, Hondo used to be in Criminal Minds. He was an FBI dude, and oh, then wow. I guess he graduated from that show, and they gave him his own show. Yeah, I uh, Ronnie and I both like the same. Like, if you know how people recommend shows to you and they're always sucky, uh -huh. Ronnie and I are on the same page with what we like. Right. We like you two killing. should exchange. Uh, yeah, show. we do. Ronnie will go, right do uh, you got to check out this uh, this thing and and honestly Ronnie's right on it Dude. I mean I'm into SWAT Ronnie told me about SWAT years ago yeah. and Ronnie you were the one who told me about FBI and I told you about Justified right. I think we both love that right 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 yeah yeah we well, both love I like, like Justified but I can't yeah. go down your entire oh street. SWAT you would fall in love with Hondo wouldn't Robin be in love with Hondo yeah yeah that's up yeah. our alley. 
Right. She'd be all over him. You know about my alley. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Big Muscle Man with the bald head and everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything on him is perfect. His teeth, yeah. his face, his eyes, everything. Uh, dick oh energy. My. Everything's perfect. Yeah, he's got a big dick. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering. Dick's on energy. the show, too. I guarantee you Hondo has a big cock. Like a I big, thick dick. cock. Uh, but you know what? Uh, you know what, Ronnie? I got to disagree with you. Hondo's right. teeth are a mess. He's got such fake teeth. Yeah, they're too white. They're way uh, fake. I mean, he capped those Hollywood choppers, and I mean, he went super white. Yeah, you some know. of these people now, when they get the fake teeth, they even have a glisten to them. Have you noticed, like, a pearlescence? And I'm like, that's yep. not necessary for teeth. I remember when I had my teeth, like, capped, because my teeth are a uh -huh. mess. For, for You know, I had, I had to. I didn't even have a choice. And so the dentist said to me, here, he, you know, he started putting them in. They were as white as chiclets. I said, give me the color. What is the least white color you have? Almost make them green. I said, because <laughs> there's no way a guy my age would have soup. My teeth are still too white. And I, I, and I, but he gave me the, the biggest downgrade you could have because I didn't want to have super white teeth, but. Yeah, I apparently nobody else wants the downgrade. They all want the no. super white. We know dudes who got their teeth done, like not even uh, on-air people, like business dudes. Do. I'm thinking of one guy in particular. I won't say his name, obviously, because it would really <laughs> fuck his head up. But this guy went and got the whitest fucking teeth. And I'm like, everything on this guy is a mess. But he's got those white choppers, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's like you look at him and you go, oh, my God, really? Looks I like mean, he stole somebody's teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like he got glow-in-the-dark teeth. <laughs> Hold on. This guy's disagreeing with you, Ronnie. Greg, you're on the air. Hey, Howard. Yeah, I just looked up Lou Ferrigno Jr. on Instagram, and he's all suited up in the SWAT gear stuff. So he's one of the team members. You're correct. Hey, isn't he the super muscular guy with kind of, um, let me see. I'm telling you, I gotta be right. Yeah, he oh, definitely looks guy? like his father. Yeah. Oh, that guy's like Lou Ferrigno Jr. Oh, oh, that guy's barely in it. Yeah, he's not even in it. He's not on the even on that SWAT team. He's no, on a he's different, on a different team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I can't believe that's thought, Lou Ferrigno Jr. Hm. I thought he was a suit dude. There's a dude. There's a dude on there that you'd swear was Lou Ferrigno's son. He's super. And big. you haven't spotted him yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The one who's really, you know what it must be. Lou Ferrigno what? probably married some hot chick. And this dude that is Lou Ferrigno Jr. looks like a good looking guy. Like, it's correct. Like, like I, his mom, huh? <laughs> yeah, I would think Lou Ferrigno Jr. would be green. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Anyway, I'm way into SWAT on Netflix. And, um,. And Beverly Hills Housewives. You want to hear some crazy shit? Uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I've told you before, like Beverly Hills Housewives has reached out to my wife through, she has an agent, but my wife doesn't really, you know, she doesn't really do, do any of that stuff. But, she, you know, years ago she used to do stuff. But they reach out every once in a while for her to be a Beverly Hills housewife. And I go crazy because I go, we, we don't live in Los Angeles. We live in New Beverly, York. I mean, how is she going to be in Beverly Hills? She's going to be I don't know. You. I, it's like, it's so insulting because, <laughs> so this year, they said to my wife, my wife says, hey, guess who I just got the call from? I got a call from, oh, somebody's on. Okay. Anyway, 
It was a technical glitch. Anyway, so we're sitting there. I don't know when it was, like two weeks ago. My wife says to me, I got a call from my agent. And he said, um, Beverly Hills Housewives and New York Housewives want to have a, a preliminary, you know, discussion with you. And oh, I, and wow. I'm, I, and I'm sitting there eating my lunch and I'm fucking fuming because I'm like, that is so insulting. The people on Beverly Hills Housewives are so fucking weird. I said, you know, in a way, that's really not a compliment. They think you're a fucking weirdo. Because and they think they're influential, that they could come and persuade her to join. And also, like, you know, I'm a famous guy. I'm not going to have my wife on Beverly Hills Housewives. And, and, and I mean, she's entitled to go on, but I would, I, I even said, she even said to me, you would divorce me, right? I go, yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, what, <laughs> if you were on the Beverly Hills Housewives. Well, that's Housewives, why most of them are divorced. <laughs> the women are so, I, I, I don't even know what the right word is. They're so vapid and so out of it. They, they don't even, you know, they're so desperate to be famous. That they they're just clinging to any type of fame, and they and they act like they're thirteen years old, and they're all over Instagram doing dumb shit that thirteen year olds do, and but they're just a mess. You watch them. You watch. I love them. it. Like you must yeah. chronicle everything they do. Well, I watched the Whack Pack too, but I wouldn't want to be in it. You know what I mean? I watch six hundred pound lives, but I don't. I don't. I don't want to be a six hundred pound. You know what I'm saying? So I said to my wife, I said. Have that meeting, and I'm going to walk in because it was a Zoom meeting. I said, I'm going to walk in in the middle of a Zoom meeting and go, are you fucking guys nuts? I Tell me how <laughs> nutty you are that you think my wife is going to be on Beverly Hills Housewives. And I'll tell you what, that's fucking Andy Cohen. I'm like, Andy. That's your buddy. Yeah, no, I'm like, Andy, you really think my, my life would be horrible? Imagine a camera in my house all the time. The only time I'm alone is in the house. Well, you'd be one of those husbands that, you know, you'd see your legs. He's here. Yeah. You can see how his legs in this ep week's episode because you'd oh never be Oh, my God. <laughs> so fucked up. And they and it's like they don't even take the time to find out where you live. You want to be on Beverly Hills Housewives? Well, we live on the on the uh, East Coast. You know, that's like thousands of miles away. I and said, Andy what an knows that, too. Why is I, he recruiting her for Beverly Hills? I don't know. Has he my lost wife, his mind? <laughs> I go, honey, it's so insulting. She goes, I know. They think that I'm, you know, I'm like a Beverly Hills <laughs> wife. <laughs> and I do. And by the way, we are the most boring couple ever. We don't do, like you got to have people on there who are willing to just do wacky stuff. Like, is she going to go on one of those trips, you know, where they lock the girls hell together? Hell no. No. <laughs> I mean, no. To make a fight. <laughs> and they, like, like last week's episode, the girls go to Las Vegas. So they go to a strip club. And then like Erica Jane spreads her legs on stage and has some, one of these dancers eating her out. Like, you know, what? over her, over her leather, over, over her, over her pleather pants. And I'm like, are you fucking, I mean. It's fucking fascinating that they're all they're all trying to act like they're eighteen, but uh, I don't know where they're thinking we you know we'd be interesting. Yeah, all the housewives went to the Magic Mike show, and uh, which looks like a nightmare because That's another thing. 
Like, I, I hate, you know, I'm not trying to be uh, weird about it, but a strip club for a dude. You see, these strip clubs where women go and look at hot guys, it's completely off. The whole idea for guys, guys can't get women. We want women so bad that we're willing to pay to have them dance around naked and, and sit on our laps. Women don't. Women don't want that. They don't want us to do. Excuse me, Howard. You haven't seen women at a strip club when nobody's watching. It's ridiculous. I don't want that. Really? Yes. It's crazy. These women go crazy for muscles. They start Uh drooling and dripping and they get the money out and they start stuff. They look like guys. (laughs) And most of the dudes are gay. I know clubs. that's the other yeah. thing that's crazy is because <laughs> they're tell. drooling over these guys and the yeah. guys really don't want the women. <laughs> Fucked up. I don't know, but I mean, uh, like Ronnie and Stephanie would be perfect Let for Beverly Hills housewife because Ronnie, Ronnie, I, I heard over Thanksgiving, Ron, I mean, God bless Ronnie. I was telling my friend Pat yesterday this. He goes, what kind of shape is Ronnie? And I go, I'm going to tell you something. Fucking Ronnie is out till four in the morning, partying hard, fucking drinking, doing weed. He fucks four or five times a week. He goes, really? I go, yeah. He goes, well, what's he doing? I go, he walks on the treadmill. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, he walks on the treadmill and watches what he eats. That's it. He goes, to go that hard at life. And to still be, you know, in good shape. I go, Ronnie's you in don't awesome know what fucking it means shape. When Ronnie says he watches what he eats. No, I do know. Ronnie actually really? tells me what he eats. Yeah. yeah. We've had long discussions about it. Yeah, no, he, he but eats why sensibly. Are you following his diet at work. Well, I'm in a different thing, but I'm we're pretty close <laughs> in that. I mean, we, we do pretty much the same thing, but uh but Ronnie how much walking do you do on the treadmill every day? Uh like two and a half, three miles. Yeah. That's it. That's three, what I do. Like three, three point oh, three point two, three around there. You won't even walk know. outside. You moved to Las Vegas for the good weather, and you won't walk no, outside. But, no, I, I just, I love the treadmill. I don't like walking outside. Uh, I really do. A love lot of the people treadmill. are like that. A lot of I people watch, are like that. I put on the TV. I put on a show I like, and I, I just fall into it. And it, I just keep, you know, I watch. Usually, watch the whole show, like uh-huh. an hour show. Dude. Um, what was that, it. um, what was like over vacation? I, I heard about this. I wasn't that interested, but I know that. What's that? The F, what's it called? F1? Formula One. Or Formula F1 One was, yeah. Yeah. For so, the first time since, uh, in like 40 years, it was, it was here. So Formula One is a big deal in Vegas. It's a big deal. No, it's a big be- no, deal it's worldwide. A big deal in the okay. world and not yeah. in the United States. Okay. Yeah, well, really anyway. Right. Yeah, my po- my point is, so F one was in Vegas. Ronnie got invited to some dude, rich dude's luxury suite, and Sirius XM had a luxury suite, and they wanted Ronnie to be at the Sirius XM luxury suite. And Ronnie blew him off. Ronnie was like, "Fuck that!" No, I didn't. No, I, Howard, I got a better luxury I, suite. I didn't blow him off. I, I mean, they called R- Ross called me like Wednesday of the the race was Saturday night. He called me on Wednesday, and I appreciated the offer, but I had already committed to going with my friends to this thing. And then Ronnie was at Wait the a F1. Minute. Did you ever dream that people with sweets would be fighting over Ronnie? It's unbelievable. <laughs> when this guy, when I, I mean, it's unbelievable what I've created. But anyway, Ronnie partied like a rock star on the Vegas F1 weekend. 
So his buddy rented out the entire restaurant at the Paris Hotel over, you know that fake, you know the fake Eiffel Tower when you go to Vegas? Yeah. Which to me is fucking hysterical. I got to admit, when I go to Vegas, I always have to go look at that fake Eiffel Tower. It's fucking nuts in the middle of Vegas. I don't even understand it. I sit there, I scratch my head, I go, well, who the fuck wants to see a fake Eiffel Tower? I don't even want to see the real Eiffel Tower, quite frankly. I mean, well, they, have a fake, they have a fake Empire State Building, too. The New York, they? New York thing. They got New yeah. York, New yeah. York. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Ronnie's over, overlooking the race from the Paris Hotel eating the finest foods and then party till 4 a.m. that night he's like ronnie dicaprio i mean like like right ronnie i mean it was wild yeah what we did was because you know they had all the streets closed down so we went down there early on saturday we had taken a room in the hotel and we figured this way it's easier when the race is over we can't we don't have to fight to try and get home or whatever so we just took a room and uh after the race, we hung out with our friends. We went and did a little gambling, a lot of drinking, and smoking weed and hanging out. We had a good time. I mean, till four in the morning. This dude yeah. rocks hard. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to comment now. You're getting too much sun, man. You're very red. And I'm telling you, you're going to get a, a carcinoma, whatever that is, melanoma or whatever it is. Where, how does he do that? He's not walking outside. I don't know. Outside? He goes out I'm by in his pool. I'm backyard at the pool. I sit in the backyard. Yo, are, oh, you, okay. are you putting some sunscreen on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you under an umbrella or are you just taking in no. the sun? No. I'm taking You're out in the sun? sun? Yeah. Whoa. You know well, how strong that sun is in Vegas? Yeah, I know how. I, listen, I go out there for 15, 20 minutes. Like, like people who go to these stupid tanning beds. Like, Stephanie will go to a tanning bed. I said, you're living in fucking Vegas. She goes to a tanning bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go sit outside for 20 minutes, and it's the same shit. Right. But no, well, she'll, go to, she'll, she'll go to a tanning bed instead. But, I mean, you look like you're a broiled lobster. You're red. No, I don't. No, you do. Not, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like, bro. You're I'm not, not red. Look, red. You're, you're tan I see, I'm looking at the camera. I can see. What kind You're of the, filter is he using? He's using a red filter. I mean, do I'm you see how red he is? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's red. He's tan, Ron. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He is. He is like a. He has got a coloring. What do you try? What do you think? You look handsome with that fucking tan? No, I just, I'm outside. I like going outside. You look no like. Hat. You look like. No. Uh, you look like Colonel Sanders if he fell in the vat of fried chicken. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he fried himself. I'm telling you, you right. calm down. It's bad for your skin at that point in your age. You know what I mean? You could yeah. really get something. I, I've had a bunch of shit removed, and I don't even sit in the sun. I go every six well, months to get checked out. I'm fine. You do? Okay. I thought yeah. that the melanoma has to be there for years and years and years and years and years. And no, then it expresses I... itself at this time. I don't know, man. I don't know. He looks, he looks fried. But I'll tell I'm you what, fried. my man. I'm not my fried. man. Oh, there's another thing I heard about you. You're really fascinated with this guy who makes um, uh, race car sounds with a roll of toilet paper and uh, uh. his mouth. Like Ronnie follows a guy who on Instagram, uh, Mr. Sound yeah, or something. Mr. Car Sounds. Mr. Car Sounds. Oh, the guy Wait. is amazing. He's fucking amazing. He a roll of toilet paper and not toilet paper, paper towels, and he's yeah. got a microphone in there, and it puts up a picture of a fucking car that he makes the sound of, and he plays the sound of the car first, 
and then he does it. it it's fucking amazing. You know, wow. you are super masculine. The fact that you love even to watch like guys making car sounds, like I wouldn't even care. But but here's Mr. Here's Mr. Car Sounds. I pulled some. Here he is doing various car noises. Yo, what do you do for a living? I get paid to use my mouth. Wait, what? Twin Turbo R8. <laughs> SF90, SF90. Oh my god. 2023 F1 car. <laughs> <laughs> you love this, right? You love this guy. Oh, it's a scream just watching him do it. Because I think he's in his bathroom. Because it looks like the tile on the wall it looks like a bathroom. I'm not sure. Where he does it, but it looks like yeah. a bathroom because it, you know, he gets the like echo sound. Yeah, acoustics. It like, yeah, it's fucking, cool. it's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. The account Only has in America. Only yeah, the, in America. The account has over four million followers on TikTok and one point three million on Instagram. Yep. He's fucking nuts, man. It's great. <laughs> Ronnie told me he wants to interview this guy. He thinks he's fascinating. No, Blitz but said I. No, Blitz said I wanted to interview him. Oh, I didn't he, say. Oh, okay. Uh, he asked well, me, and I go. If we send you to the bathroom, would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I do it on Zoom. Fuck him. I'm not going to his house. <laughs> Blitz says it's not that hard to do that. He can do it if he takes paper towels. He can show Ronnie how to do it. Let me see oh, you do Blitz it, Blitz. Blitz for the shit. Well, let's see. First go of ahead. All, it's so easy. Okay. BMW. <laughs> Tesla. Honda Accord. Mercedes Benz. Bullshit, dude. You Watch suck. Mercedes Benz you're, 300 you're, edition. You terrible. suck. <laughs> Ferrari. <laughs> Chrysler. <laughs> Volkswagen. <laughs> All right, enough. Is he sorry it's that easy. he didn't think of it yeah, he sucks. He sucks. He sucks anyway. <laughs> right. That was really good. He doesn't you, even know fucking go. cars. So I know cars. Fiat, no, Dodge, don't. Volkswagen, Lexus, Mitsubishi. Ronnie, what's yeah. Ronnie? Give me. I don't know anything about F one. What is it, and what's it all about? Why is it important? To, and and all. Just give me a summary. Uh, they're the highest paid drivers in the world. Supposedly, they're the best drivers in the world. It's worldwide. Uh, they just started racing in the United States. They just Miami a couple of years ago. Now Vegas. Um, I forget. There's one other place. I forget where it is. I just got into it not too long ago. Uh, you, you know, I'm more into what NASCAR. Is like what? It's, like what's the difference between NASCAR and F1? Oh, it's the little like the little open cars. It's they're open cars. They do like 230, 200 on straightaways, depending. Um, very similar to indie cars, but a lot more sophisticated. All right. I don't know a thing about this. To me, every car is the same. So you're telling me that the it's open the, wheel car, open wheel. So open. What does that the, mean? You see, no, you're there's not no in, cage around it. You're not what? in anything. You're just sitting in the, the frame. Bath, like a bathtub. It's like sitting in a oh. fucking bathtub, but yeah. there's a, there is a whole cage built around you. You know, you're really pretty much, you're pretty safe in there. I mean, I've seen yeah. them hit the wall at But it doesn't look like now. a car, Howard. It no, it doesn't look uh, like a car. And uh, you use tires. I don't think I care. 
You've seen the Indianapolis 500. You've seen that, right? No. I don't no? care about okay. it. No. I don't even know. All right. All right. But anyway, you like it. You like F1. I, yes, I do. Yeah, all right. Jesus. The fuck? Well, anyway, Ronnie living like a rock star out there and partying hard. I'm telling you. You can't even I, get him. Sirius can't get him anymore. No, stop <laughs> it. No, I, told, I, no, I thought it was I so funny. I would have went if I would have known. I, I didn't went. know until like Wednesday <laughs> of that week, you know. <laughs> you would have gone. Whatever. I would have right. been there. <laughs> I would have gone. I would have been there. Except I was with Helicopter Bob in the suite. Hey. No, no, he no he helicopter Brian. Helicopter Brian, helicopter Bob. He's in a copter. What the fuck? Well, actually, Brian was flying around in a helicopter over the race. So, yeah, wow. I didn't see Brian. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, it, my point is, for a guy Ronnie's age, he's fucking three, four, sometimes five times a week. Right, Ron? I'm not making this up. No, you're and, not making it up. And he's drinking and he's partying with weed. And, That's even uh, that makes it even more fun. Right. Do you take and, a nap, Ronnie? Is it something that you have to prepare for? No. No, I don't take naps. You don't? Unless I don't. No, I don't take. Unless I'm not feeling right or not feeling good or something, I don't take naps. I really don't. Wow. Sometimes I'll, if I'm, if I'm sitting, like, okay, sometimes if I'm sitting outside in the sun, I can, yeah. I can, I can, I could crash out for about 10 minutes and just wake up and then I'm, you know, that's it. But let me ask I don't you something. Norm, I don't schedule a nap every day. If you know you're going out till right. three, four in the morning, you don't take a little nap. No, you go right no. straight through. Yeah. Wow. Look at this fucking guy. What a constitution on him. What a constitution. I was telling Pat. Yeah. But I, I noticed lately, like, you know, like two in the morning, I start to get a little fucking cranky. Like I get yeah. tired, you know, <laughs> so I, well. I guess, I guess it's, it catches up with me eventually, you know, but as long wow. as we're hanging out and there's people around and I'll get my second wind and I'll just, you know, just keep hanging. You power you know? through. Yeah, power, power through. through. Fuck, man. I got to take that nap every day, but I, I just got to figure I got a lot more stress than Ronnie, but maybe I don't. I don't Probably. know. Probably maybe. Do. Yeah, with all this fucking radio show shit. Yeah, nonsense. probably do. Yeah, I mean, yesterday I thought I was going to lose my mind. People calling me, fucking need this, they need that. Then I'm trying to have a meeting just to get my shit together. And it's just like, what the fuck? Life's so complicated. I get I get cranky at, at, at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I've only been up for three hours. And I'm cranky. Anyway, yeah, Matt, go ahead. What's on your mind in Michigan? Hey, good morning. Hey, now, woo woo. Hey, woo -woo. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw it or not, Howard, but I'm sure Ronnie saw the movie Grand Turismo, and I wanted to ask him what his thoughts were that, and if he has one of those consoles at home for playing that racing game. What do you think of no, Grand Turismo? I haven't seen it yet. It's um, I'm actually Seriously? waiting. For, it's supposed, yeah, it's supposed to come on Netflix. I think next month. I it, it hasn't yet. streamed yet. That was out a while ago. I mean, yeah, if you want to buy it, you can get it, but oh, uh, too cheap. You so want to know that. something? I'm, no, I'm with you, Ronnie. <laughs> I, I subscribe to every one of these streaming services, and then I then sometimes on Amazon it'll be like, well, you could see this for $3.99. I'm like, fuck you. I, I'll, I mean, wait another, I'll wait another I'll couple wait. of weeks. Yeah, yeah, I'll wait. I'm I'm not paying for this shit. I'm paying, I'm paying I, I think, like 300 a month for, on uh, streaming for all these services. On streaming yeah. services. 
Yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I wait. Yeah. Ronnie, yes. Ronnie, do you have one of those driving simulators at home, though? No, I don't. My A couple wow. of my friends do. Yeah, that's badass. Badass. Howard, how's yeah, Satan been going, man? You putting any pictures up for Christmas? What did, what did the guy say? I, I'm, I was going to ask Ronnie what uh what what this uh driving console is. Yeah, you got, go ahead and ask. That sounds like that sounds right up your alley. Yeah, they have these consoles where and and these the guys actually are on teams and they race and they race for money, they race for trophies, they race. You know, they get it. How are you not a part the, of that? How do you not do that? Because I never got a console. Get one. What are you doing? Well, it's actually a, it's not a con- it's a simulator. It's a you yeah. know mm-hmm. keep you busy all day instead of Do sitting out in the sit sun. In it? Yeah, you sit in it. Yeah, wow. It's actually a race. If you get a really good one, uh-huh. it's got a couple of computer screens in front of you, and you know you got the you got the gas pedal of the whole deal. With, you wow. sit in actually a ra- a racing seat, the whole thing. Uh-huh. Oh, you got to get that, Ron. You would be a you'd be a champion on there. You're a fucking madman. Uh, yeah, Gran Turismo. Look at this. Yeah, Gran Turismo is available as a digital purchase for twenty four ninety nine at Amazon. Yeah, Prime fuck Video. that. I'll wait till next fuck month. <laughs> right. You got to feel like a real douche. I know I do when I buy a movie because I can't wait. Oh, and then two I weeks don't later, understand that at all. Who buys yeah. the movie? Yeah, and then two weeks later, it's it's free on this. Well, you know, free. It's on Max. <laughs> yeah, Max. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to watch something on Max. What the hell am I going to watch on Max? You guys told me. Warrior. Warrior. Warrior's good. I started watching. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I liked? I liked, um, what the fuck was I watching? It was so good. I, She Hulk, I liked, but I don't know what happened. She Hulk was good. No, they're bringing, you know, they got to shoot another one. It takes them forever. Oh, yeah. I like She Hulk. I thought that was pretty good. Anyway, she's wildly, weirdly hot. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes she's hot and sometimes you're like, I don't want to ever fuck her. But you don't know. You never know which one you're going to get. The She-Hulk is kind of hot. Yeah, Jason. She's hot. Um, Blue Beetle, I think, was the other one you wanted to watch on. on And what was the one about the killer, the assassin? That's Netflix. uh, The killer. The killer? The killer on Netflix. Who's on the killer? Uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Michael I want Fassbender. to see that. Oh, that bored the crap out of me. Oh, it did? It me too, oh, Robin. Look, me too. Boy, the, the, <laughs> the promo looks so good. I know. I know. Yeah. What about Blue Beetle? That looks pretty good. I'll watch that. I, I think it looks good. I haven't seen it yet, so I, I can't say. Some Have kid, uh, some kid gets an, some kid gets an ancient, like a, like a spider looking thing that goes on his face and then he gets superpowers. I hope it's good. I feel it, like it the whole, I feel like who, like the whole Marvel franchise is getting all fucked up. I don't know who's in charge of that, but they're screwing up. You know, yeah. I've said it for a hundred years. There's so many good comic book storylines that they've already written. All you have to do is do what the comic books did. There's your script. It's already storyboarded for you. And not every movie needs to be two and a half hours. So do a half hour, do a 40, do an hour, do a 45 minute movie, but just take an episode from a comic book and fucking exactly. shoot it. You do 99% bags. of comic books aren't origin stories either. You know, you can't just keep right. doing the origin story over and over. Oh and my, over. And, and I'll tell you what, they, that fucking Loki, I want to throw him through a window. What a fucking <laughs> piece of shit that is. Loki. I got so excited. Loki, Thor's brother is named Loki. 
Thor, the god of Thor. Why they don't do Thor, I don't know. They got doing Loki. Nobody ever gave a shit about Loki, but okay. You tune it in. Total it's douche. like um it's like a national geographic special where you want to pull your like it's like someone forces you to watch it. It's like a history lesson. They got they it's got a lot long of science monologues talk. Yeah. and science talk and going back and forth in time and I'm like, fuck you. I'm a All I'm an the idiot. You hate. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I, I, I'm not tuning into Mr. Science here. I wanna fucking just I wanna see guys kill each other, you fucks. Oh, Don't watch the new season, Please man. Please watch Warrior. <laughs> Howard, please watch Warrior. You're going to freaking love it, man. Yeah, I think I watched it's that. Karate, That's the... Uh yeah, I watched that. I watched that. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, but there's no new episodes, right? I mean, it's uh, it's no. old. Yeah. Yep, one yeah, season. You, Howard, you told me about that a long time ago. lost its way. I should... Mar what lost its way? Marvel. Marvel, too, too yeah. many, Too many shows that haven't been good. Then, then with COVID, uh, writer strikes, actor strikes, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther died. Uh, they had two of their main villains get like accused of sexual assault. The Marvel is, is just a, com a complete mess right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah it, well, you know what? Now maybe AI can figure it out. Let that AI write a script. Cause I tell you something. I, I am a huge comic book fan. When I was a kid, I used to fantasize maybe one day. Someone will make a movie out of these comic books that I'm reading. Why not? No one ever did. Then suddenly Batman came on TV and that was really a piece of shit. Yeah, it was man. like goofy. And I was like, why do they have to treat it like goofy? Why can't they do a serious comic book movie? Now, I don't know. Then someone finally figured it out. Like 10 Supermans in. They finally figured out to like treat them like people. And then it started to get good. And then Marvel got involved and Marvel started to get good. And now... They're fucking the whole thing up with this Loki. I mean, wow. But they all wow. do the same thing, Howard. They can't be here on Earth taking care of things. They've always got to be bunches of superheroes all fighting other super aliens from all over the <laughs> universe. Yeah, the reason Superman was great is because, like, Superman would just fly around and stuff and fuck Lois Lane because she was so taken with maybe Superman. Superman now gets his ass kicked every fucking ten minutes. Right, it's he's like always he's, losing his powers. Yeah, yeah. I, I, everybody powers. knows about kryptonite. Yeah, I think DC is going to take over because James Gunn has taken over that whole movie franchise and yeah. he, he, they get to start, start new. And I think that's a really good thing for DC because those movies were all shit. There wasn't one I think, DC. Uh, no offense to James true. Gunn. I think I ought to fucking take over the DC franchise. They've <laughs> never gotten good. that. He probably right. you. <laughs> I, I should have been should. a film director. After listening to Bradley Cooper yesterday, I realized I could probably do that shit pretty good. You know, well, I just, if you I just want to be the executive producer and say, no, that script is shit. Get out of here and write this. <laughs> yeah, they, these companies ought to hire me because I know. I mean, Virgin River has gone way downhill. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. I can't even finish it. It's so bad. I mean, what the fuck? No romance. I mean, everybody got ugly and fat. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> even the good looking people look worse than me. Even the crown, I I left after the last season. They've got another oh, season of the crown. I'm like, I, I really crown. am tired of this. No, the new season now, is now, good. the new season. Now you've is got good. yeah, yeah. You've gone too far, Robin. You just, oh, leave no. it to me. Let, no. Trust, you, trust. I'm in you charge. You people will stick with things even after they go bad. <laughs> you people. What do you mean by you people? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
Me and uh, my trainer knows, right? Am I right, Mike? You're a Marvel yeah, guy. Yeah, they've, they've, there's definitely a narrative out there that they are bad now. <clears throat> I think they've had some good stuff along the way, but I think there's just been too much. And that Kevin Feige guy who was such a genius is maybe spread a little thin. But I've you enjoyed some stuff along the way that I think people are losing in the shuffle that Marvel sucks now. But they've had like, some good stuff. You like I'll the Marvels. You, uh, <laughs> no one liked uh, the Marvels. I like Miss Marvel, the show that led into it, and I thought the Marvels was okay. No, it was uh, listen, awful. Let me tell no. you something. Stan Lee is flipping over in his grave. That's all mm -hmm. I can tell you. He's face down now. He's face down. There's, there's flowers growing out of his asshole. That's how fucked up that things are. I mean, quick Stanley. Stanley, listen, I knew Stanley. Uh, <clears throat> Stanley wanted Sir, to put me. You know Stanley. <laughs> Stanley wanted. Um, I told you. I've told you this story that Stanley called me up, and he goes, "Howard, I want to make a superhero movie with you." And this is already, he was an old dude, you know what I mean? He wasn't Stan Lee from, like, Spider-Man days. And I'm like, wow, this is such an honor. If anyone would have ever thought in my lifetime, Stan Lee, the creator of Spider-Man, Iron Man, the, you know, the, the, the whole Marvel line. So I'm all excited, and Stan goes, give me a couple of days, I'm going to pitch you an idea. And I'm sitting by the phone, man. I'm like, this is it. I'm going to be motherfucking superhero, a brand new superhero. And Stan called me up and he goes, here's the thing. You're sitting in a radio studio, like in the middle of nowhere. You're like, well, you know, you're like one of these guys who works like up in Troy, New York. You know what I mean? Like one of those kind of radio stations. And like no one's around. And I've worked in those radio stations. WRNW was like that. You just sit in a little house by yourself. It's not even a radio station. It's somebody's house that they bought and converted into a radio station. And he goes, you're sitting in there and suddenly when you're doing the radio show, a bunch of dudes from out of space land and they walk into the radio studio and and then i think the, the then somehow they give me powers and I, when stan was describing it to me it was like really shitty powers <laughs> and uh now i'm now like halfway through the pitch i was like fuck this is my hero stan leah how am i going to get out of this <laughs> you know, was this the end? And he was like ninety. <laughs> yeah, and he was like ninety. Yeah, and Stan was like ninety at this point. And he had some other old dude he hung around with. And he goes, "I don't think you're getting it." He goes, "Where's my friend, like Maxie or somebody?" Maxie, explain to Howard what it is. Hey, Howard, you could you could bounce around on your feet like a, like a, oh, no. you know like like like. A, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I yeah." I go, "What against these aliens? Why are they choosing me?" And uh, and uh, I don't know. Things went off the rails. And I don't even remember how I got. I think I just said my agent, you got to get me out of this because, you know, you got to help me here. And he was like, you yeah, changed your phone number. <laughs> I, I, I saw Stan Lee at the end at a comic convention signing yeah. autographs and he was asleep and someone was moving his hand. Great. And Stan was such a doll, man. He sent me this big, giant poster like of Stan Lee, and he wrote Excelsior. That was his thing, Excelsior. Yeah, his catchphrase, yep. And I, yeah, I recently threw it out. I, I felt bad. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me and Wolfie were pulling to the It was like, hey, Howard, Excelsior. And I was going to frame it and everything. And I went, eh, you know, what am I going to do with that? Oh, but, uh, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I don't know. But, but after the aliens left me in the radio shack, it was like... I don't know. I just wasn't cool. And, but then I said to myself, well, maybe Stan really still is a genius because think about it. He goes, 
hey, I got an idea. This guy, this kid gets bitten by a radioactive spider he's and he in becomes a, lab. a <laughs> If you think about any of those, they're really like, he's like, yes, who am I to question Stan Lee? Stan Lee's most brilliant. He came up with all this shit. And if he didn't come up with it himself, sometimes he would hire people who knew how to do it. And, um, I don't know. Yeah, but, but all of those stories that some force, something gives you the powers like the, you become like the Green Lantern. Then you're interchangeable yeah. because you got a ring. I, hate I don't know. Stories. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think I, think I got like, I think I got like, I think it was too sticky and fun. it was like I get butt raped by aliens. <laughs> While I'm reading a weather report, I'm sure you know, that Stan Lee came and, up with and that. I forget what, and I don't know what my power was. It was like you know, you gain the power of super smell, you know, with my big Jew nose, you know, like oh, <laughs> oh my god, like, mm, I smell trouble. Mm, my my Jew nose, Mel Gibson, mm. and then you bounce to the place where there's the trouble. Yeah, yeah, and I bounce into the basement and take on my power. I don't know. It was like I didn't even get a hot girlfriend. I don't know what it was. But well, then I had the idea after things didn't work out with Stanley. We never and, and Stan really wanted to make a movie with me, but I was like, I was afraid, you know, I was afraid I'd look silly. And and uh, then uh, I just I, I'm sitting at home one day and I go, you know what? I know everything about Marvel Comics. I know everything about DC Comics. Why don't I just buy the rights to the shittiest mm. comic on the planet that I know of that nobody read that went nowhere? And I'll and I'll become that guy, the superhero, because I want to be in a superhero movie. So I'm, th I'm racking my brain and I go, Ant-Man was the fucking worst piece of shit on the planet, that comic book. <laughs> I used to buy every copy of it. I go, I'm sure no one else read Ant-Man. It was a dude. His power was he could communicate with ants and he could also shrink down to the size of an ant. But... He could, he would have super strength because he's super strong as he maintains his strength. Right. Um, All of his strength is 10 times, yeah, 100 you, you, times right. what you he, couldn't, his body you, size was. You couldn't yeah. make up a dumber fucking concept for a, for a comic book. I mean, I remember I read this thing and I take it and throw it in the garbage. I go, why am I reading this piece of shit? So I called up, uh, Mike Marvel. I called up somebody. I don't know who. And I go, Hey. You guys don't want to, uh, why don't you sell me Ant-Man? They go, oh, we're making a film of that. I go, right. motherfucker, you're kidding. Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> and he's great in it. I love Paul he Rudd. He is. Love Ant-Man. I love when he hangs out with the other superheroes and they're like, you're fucking Ant-Man. Like, I love that yeah. he's like a fucking joke <laughs> in the Marvel yeah, thing. But then yeah, he saved the great. universe in the last Avengers movie. He did it. He, he was the key. Paul Rudd's really good in that because he, yeah. he, he kind of tiptoes between funny and serious real well and most guys yeah. can't do that he's he's pretty mm -hmm. awesome but he he did a much better job with ant-man than i could have <laughs> imagine me as ant-man i just thought it'd be funny i i just thought it would have been good but it, i think paul rudd's a better choice but but what, i i was kind of blown away yesterday when bradley cooper let out the secret i've been holding for a long time that i was supposed to be in um in that a movie with Lady, born. yeah, Stars yeah. Born. Oh man, that would have been that badass. Long. Well, I was thinking. I'll tell you the truth. It's like I said to Bradley. He was after me for a long time to play his like. I don't know if I was his brother or I was. I don't know. And and um, I was very honored. But he, had, you know, he had never directed a film before. It was his first film, and I was like, 
I love you Bradley. You take a chance on a first-time director. No, I was like, <laughs> well, you, you know, I, my fans are brutal. They, you know, my fans are not nice people. Like, you, right, Matt? If I have done like a really I'm shitty, a good dude. yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, they'd dude, be like, I still would have supported you. I that's that, especially with him. That would have been sweet. But yeah, I, I get it. You don't want to freaking tarnish the, all, your. 50 years of what you've laid down to become who you are today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's very Every tricky. Every phone call would have been, yeah. hey, I saw you sucky move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, and then Robin be like, it's, it's not so bad, the movie. You know, who knew? I'm like, I mean, you know, Bradley Cooper's a rock star. Lady Gaga's there. I don't know. She, when did she become an actress? I'm like hearing all this, and I'm like, you know what? I got too much on the line. I can't uh, be. But I was very, very much intrigued with the idea because after Private Part, I was interested in maybe playing a cameo or not a cameo. I didn't want to play myself. I just wanted to play like a small a nice part in the movie. Supporting role. Or supporting like role. That. Yeah. And uh, when I remember when I saw the movie, I really loved the movie. I thought Bradley did a great job with it. And I and I saw Sam Elliott. And like, again, it wasn't as Bradley pointed out. He wrote a different role for Sam Elliott than the one I was going to play. But um. The next thing I know, Sam Elliott gets nominated for an Academy Award, uh-huh. a best Oscar for best supporting actor. I went, motherfucker, maybe I should have done that thing. I mean, that would have been cool. I could have taken my wife to the Oscars and yeah, I get up and make my speech. I love that. I want to thank you. I want to thank oh, the Academy. Are you going to give us the speech? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, um, first of all, thank you, Bradley, for believing in me. Thank you. Thank you very much. And fuck all you other guys who are sitting there jealous out of your mind. Well, you know they would never give me an Academy Award, even if I was really good you at it. You think you couldn't have even been nominated? Mm-mm. No fucking way. No matter how good you did. Yeah, I think people feel I have enough success, you know? Well, what do they? The, is Bradley yeah, Bradley know these people. People are resentful. Uh, you know, they're, they're like, you know, you've got to you, stay in your lane, boy. You know, <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hey, people don't want Jason me. People don't want me to be. People don't want me to be a triple threat. Uh, you know, you don't have a godfather to get you that role. Right. Like. Uh, right. Like, like. Uh, Frank Sinatra that, had. Right. Yeah, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Hey, Matt, uh, what did you say? I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I just asked if Jason was in there, if you had anything that you needed to get out of your um, freaking storage bin so you could stop paying that monthly fee. Yeah, yeah, you're not kidding. I should have sent you the fucking, um, the, the signed uh, uh, poster, yeah. Yeah. Uh, would have been badass. I'm sure I got something for you. What do you got, Jason? Give this guy something. Uh, Holding on, pulling up the list here. Whatever, whatever. We got a storage house. I mean, I pay so much money. I don't want anything related to the Sibian. <laughs> Neither does beg- anyone else. We can't give dude, it away. <laughs> yeah, that, that I'm having trouble. Beggars can't be choosers, dude. Start a fire. About- Start a fire. <laughs> what is it, Jason? Uh, we have a Howard Stern engraved baseball bat, a dark wood color, stained handle, black coated head Ooh. with white trim. The bat says nice. Carolina Clubs. With a reserved R with a circle around it, and at the top is is uh your name engraved in it. Oh, you know what, Matt? Holy I'd be Christmas honored if you use that as a, a self defense weapon in your home. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe for sure. beat some beat someone over the head if they break in. 
we'll do that. It'll be the yeah. bat and the Glock. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be like, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Batman. We have a new Batman, Batman uh, Matt from uh, Michigan. His home was broken into and he beat someone over the head with a Howard Stern baseball bat. Love <laughs> okay, that. Matt. I love it. Right. Okay, hold on I for your. On hold. Yeah, Happy holidays, you all. Bye, Thank you Matt. for taking that off my hands. Imagine all these years I'm fucking saving that. Why can't you just throw it away? What is the deal? Here's what happened. It got so out of control. I years ago when I, you know, I don't know at what point, maybe when we got to NBC or K Rock, one of those radio stations, like it occurred to me that like maybe I'm like really important and all this stuff we're throwing away. Cause you know how you read like on movies, they threw away like Judy Garland shoes or something and someone found them and they're worth $10 million and. I was or like, like you know, the guy, a Gene Siskel who bought the Saturday Night Live, uh, yeah. or not Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever, Fever suit of John yeah. Travolta, and it was millions, millions, yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought, I thought maybe, I mean, even though it doesn't seem it right now, <laughs> maybe I'm very important, like because like guys like John Stamos used to tell me. Hey, Howard, you're going to go down in history, you know, as one of the greatest broadcasters of all time, if not the greatest. And I started to believe the hype. So I went, I'm throwing away very valuable, like, <laughs> like a stripper's tampons that, that who knows, <laughs> you know, or like a Sibian attachment. Well, anyway, I said to some of the people around here, why don't we start saving things? Without any more direction than that. Like, I didn't say be a little bit discerning. Before you knew it, I got a warehouse somewhere in fucking Jersey. I think we've moved it now to somewhere else. Like we had to move it because it was too small after a while. Really? It wasn't. I've got a warehouse full of shit that's like, like literally like one of the sets from some stupid bit we did at Channel Nine or, or, or the Howard TV sets that we built in the studio. And I've got like, like Jason, what's some of the dumb shit we, well, we saved? Just to go with the sets, like, you know, it, it, when people aren't working here, when you picture a set, you're picturing like these really professional, amazing things. Most of them were like cardboard. So like when you, when that we made for the radio show. So a lot of the stuff that we have saved in there is like ripped cardboard sets or paper sets. So it's, it's, uh, it's not They're even falling like falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. It's like garbage. Like we actually have lists it's on, garbage. on the it's archive list, like garbage question mark. Why garbage. are we keeping yeah. it? <laughs> and, and not only that, we had to pay people to archive all this stuff and like oh, wrap yeah. it in special paper. So like you might have. Like the, like, like a ripped up piece of garbage wrapped up in a really nice piece of paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, you can't even believe the dumb stuff that we save. It turns, if you were it turns out, yeah. it turns out that 99% of our precious artifacts from the Howard Stern show are all garbage. <laughs> It is. Like we really something. do have a list of like, we think this is garbage. They were just like, like, they're like, we saved, um, wallpaper from a past studio we were in. Like, just like a swath <laughs> of wallpaper. Ah, ah. Hey, man, don't throw that up. You realize how important I am and how much that's going to be worth when I'm gone? Uh, yeah, we have a piece of carpet from an old studio. We have a piece of, um, the couch from an old couch, like literally just fabric samples. Well, let's give it that some of Let's give it away right now. Yeah, let's get really? it out we of the carpet samples. We, could give we gave out away. the carpet sample last week. <laughs> How about this? Anything Mark garbage, garbage question mark. Why don't you throw yeah. that out? I don't even think we should just give that away. I mean, especially ripped up sets. Come on. 
Yeah. It, it, it's uh, a lot of just old books that people sent you. They're not even necessarily autographed or signed. But yeah, get rid of them. those. Yeah. Okay. You know what's funny? Like, I, I never pay attention to stuff. This is my downfall. I gave out the edict. Hey, guys, save everything. Because I didn't want somebody making decisions. So when I said everything, I didn't mean, like, the, the wallpaper from K-Rock. And you know, carpet I, swatches. <laughs> carpet swatches from you know from Sirius XM or or the or the or the, the swatch where Mark the Bagger came on it, but s- somebody just took me literally, and before yeah. I knew it, I'm spending thousands of dollars a month in a warehouse to warehouse all this shit. Forget the warehouse, the computer program that was built to then oh follow and track all these things. So we yeah. know where they were and what they were and how many of them there were. And it's a whole system uh, uh, that goes in there into it. Um, it yeah. takes a village. Yeah, that was the other thing. I paid for like an entire archival program. Here, look, we went through 2,572 items, 1,000. 965 of them are labeled trash. Why don't we true. just, can we just throw those out? Give me the word. You, I'm giving it to you word? right now. Throw them out. Okay. Done. I'm right Done. Down. You're still holding on to them even though they're yeah. labeled trash. Yeah. Well, then we have yes. a whole other list of stuff that we're we're very convinced is trash. And then there's, I believe there's a whole other list of stuff that like we just want to double check to make sure it's trash trash or not like we think it's trash but you know we want to we don't want once something's gone it's gone so you know i think the list called trash we can get rid of i think the stuff question question mark trash we could probably get rid of (laughs) and then anything left we could just give to the audience done okay uh all right i'm gonna make this happen for real don't well, Let's not I've change minds behind before. the scenes. Yeah. I've heard this before. <laughs> well, look at this. I just got a note. I didn't even know this. We have a trash list and a valuable trash list. <laughs> valuable <laughs> trash. <laughs> what is um, valuable trash? Mr. Miller. Right wait, wait, Mr. Miller from Tennessee. Go ahead. First time, long time. We love you so much down here. Thank you. I would absolutely, I would absolutely love to pick through some of your garbage. I will pay for well, shipping. I'll tell you what. I'll you tell you what, Mr. Pay. Miller. Jason, what about taking all 1,900 uh, things marked trash and <laughs> sending it down to this guy in Tennessee? Get a truck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- just put it on a truck and s- a flatbed and get it down to uh, this guy. You want to hear what's in the trash list? Somebody made you a ticket to heaven. They want to make sure that you got into heaven. So some fan sent in a, a, a ticket to heaven that they made you that we are now. Oh, born. I need that. Don't throw that <laughs> yeah, out. No, you need that. Okay. <laughs> I need that. that. I need that. That no. guy has the inside track. What? Hey, hey, Mr. Miller, down yeah. there in Tennessee, I'm talking about it's a lot of shit you're going to get. You're talking hey. about. How much stuff? I mean, Jason, it's over two thousand pieces almost. It's, it's that, yeah, because you know these are entries that they're telling you. So we have you know hundreds of entries, but then the entry could be like there's fifty pins. So like one entry could actually be fifty items because it might be a box of fifty you know Howard Stern for governor pins or something like that. You want all that shit, Mister Miller? Uh, the more the merrier. I would. My wife would absolutely love it. <gasps> well, uh. Let's see what they are. 68 items are labeled valuable trash, including a Superman statue, a Godfather poster, and a Steve Kaufman painting. Who's Steve Kaufman? Maybe he's important. But I get, I'm willing to get, I'm willing to send all this down to Mr. Miller. 
<laughs> I really I am. Absolutely love it. Gary, what's on your mind? I know who Steve Kaufman is. I mean, or at least I know oh, yeah? what his paintings look like. They're kind of like, they're kind of like, I think they're like in the vein of Andy Warhol. I know uh, the name, but I don't know. I don't know if they're worth anything. Listen. I think that's what happened when we went through the list. We Googled Steve Kaufman. I'm like, oh, he looks like somebody who's painting sell for money. So maybe we should keep it. All right. Here's what I'm saying. This shit is just taking up room in a warehouse that I'm never going to. I mean, it, it's labeled trash. This character on the phone, he's sitting in Tennessee. He says this is valuable to him. He wants it. Let's send it to him. It, it, and, it, and then it's going to be his problem. Why should it be my problem? Okay. If you're, if you're okay with giving up your autograph. What? If you're okay with giving up your autograph Shaquille O'Neal photo, we will, we will send oh, it I didn't know that was in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm okay with giving up anything Mark Trash. Wait a minute. Okay. Steve Kaufman died in 2010. Has the price on that artwork gone up? <laughs> yeah. I think mine's <laughs> worth $9 now. <laughs> oh, I have one I mean, here, Mark. Bring up the Howard. Sorry. Uh, Peter Max Doodles. I, I believe I've heard of Peter Max. I guess you have Doodles. Peter Max Peter is Max. a... Yeah, that's that might... That's in our know. valuable trash. So, Howard, we weren't sure what to do I remember this. this. I know what this is. <laughs> He was on the show, and while yeah. you were interviewing him, he drew a portrait of you. I think that's probably valuable. Oh, yeah, I want that. Okay. Why don't I have that? Send that to me. You have it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll I mean, I mean <laughs> take it out of... I would like that. Peter okay. Max is like a major guy. Um, hey, Mr. Miller, um, your wife is on the phone. Hold on. Yes, Mrs. Miller. Don't you bring that house you hear me i'm not playing around with you i'll throw you out if that shit comes in our home you hear me god damn it all right mr miller you heard it from your wife i tell you what mr miller right jason do do me a favor go through this stuff and send some of this shit down to mr miller okay yes yeah mr miller will send you some stuff from the trash uh uh compartment no problem as long as you want it amazing yeah, all right, that cool. was amazing. Thank you all so much. Yeah, I think there's like 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 Bobo's old hair system in there. You know what I mean? Like we saved a <laughs> yeah, lot of stuff. Yeah, that's probably there. Yeah, hold on the line. Uh, we'll get your address. Yeah, unload some of this shit already. All right. All I'm right. tired of waiting. I, I see that bill every month. I, 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 I go crazy. We have five K-Rock bumper stickers. Get them out. Yeah, Put your get, them out. get them out. Get them out. Get them out to Mr. Miller's house. Ship it down to Tennessee. Nobody can figure that out. <laughs> we have a fan-made no. quilt of you and Robin. <laughs> Ship it out. Ship it out. Maybe I want that. No. <laughs> Unless Robin wants it. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh my gosh! I don't, Little Men on the Radio by uh, you just have a bunch of books. I can't even tell you how many books you have that people just send you, and we kept right down reason. to Mr. Miller. Right. <laughs> we have a Howard Stern <laughs> water bottle. Uh, somebody made it for you. Celebrating right your first to Mr. Miller. Like I'm going to drink from that fucking thing. It's a homemade water bottle. I'm sure I die. Let Mr. Miller deal with it. Fan made art of Howard Stern and his staff at the Last Supper. So it looks like the Last Supper, but it's it's fan made. Yeah, art. you know what? I used to have that hanging on the wall. It's nice. Oh really? But, oh. Yeah, I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, I, I like anything with me as Jesus. It's very uh, gratifying. <laughs> with 18 uh, copies of the 1994 issue of Playboy you did an interview for. I did? 
That's what it says. There is a long interview with Howard that runs from page 55 to 68 and then later from 158 to 60. Um, so yeah, 1994, long time ago. Yeah, I remember that. I had a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> it Somebody ran sent over. us a. Here's something we're I was, Somebody, sorry. I, yeah, I would, no, I was really, uh, honored when Playboy asked me to do the interview. That's like, like I remember as a yeah, kid beating a off. big deal. I remember when I would beat off to Playboy and like, you know, you'd come up to the interview and, you know, not that you'd really read it all that much, but it was kind of like a big prestigious thing. But so. yeah, that was, you know, the quality part of the magazine. That was, yeah. you know, where they talked to serious people. Yeah. Very serious, uh, performers. That's <laughs> when you're not jerking off. You read the yeah. the interviews, yeah. Speaking um, of jerking off, hey, you deal with Mister Miller. Go ahead okay. and uh, you know send them some stuff. Whatever, okay. you, whatever garbage we have, send out to Tennessee. Let them deal with it. Yeah, I um, it was really weird. You know, a couple of months ago, was it a month? I guess it was a few months ago. I did. I, when did I have that bladder stone removed from my bladder? It was a couple of months ago. Now. Was that a couple of months ago? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even talk about this. I was like, I, you know, I, I don't have to tell anyone how neurotic I am. So I had this bladder stone. Don't ask me how it got there because it didn't come down from my kidney. <clears throat> it wasn't a kidney stone that got into my bladder. And the thing was really big. It was two centimeters big. So it was jostling around in my bladder. And uh, when they found it, they told me they had to go up my dick and laser it out of there. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go. These dudes are going to see my dick. It's fucking embarrassing. Not only gonna, they're going to see your dick, they're going to handle it. Yeah, God knows what happened when I was unconscious. But <laughs> I found this uh, great urologist, um, Dr. Agus told me about, who specializes in doing this kind of work where he sticks a tube up your cock and he, uh, he blasts out these bladder stone. It's this big bladder stone. Nicest guy, super fucking, you know, capable. He's been doing it his whole life. His whole life's work is like blasting out shit from your cock and balls. <laughs> I know. But the guy was a great guy. And how do, you, um, how do you look at that and say, that's what I want to do? <laughs> I know. But you know what? The dude's living a nice life. I mean, because okay. um, he's busy. Like, he, no nonsense. He wasn't even a star fucker. He was like... um he had me right. He goes, listen, I got 10 of these I got to do today. Let's get going. You know, he, he knew. <laughs> you know what I mean? He isn't Move standing along. around. Move it along. Yeah, he didn't need me to get him work. You know what I mean? It was, a, it was a pleasure. And the guy was no nonsense. Knew right. He says, look, I said, do you really got to go up my cock? And, uh, and uh, is there and another get, way? <laughs> is there another way? Can you go in through my asshole? <laughs> I, in the worst way, I don't want to tube up my dick. And he's like, no, I got to go in your dick. <clears throat> he said, in fact, here, pull down your pants. Let me see what's doing there. So I pulled down my pants. and <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy? <laughs> I recorded him. I, I recorded him. I, I shouldn't have, but I did. <laughs> hey, can you stop laughing? <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you should request a screen so you can't see the face. Well, he even said, have to see. <laughs> the gentleman, the, the doctor said, um, I had a normal meatus and I didn't even know what that What's was. That? I, yeah. I it's don't evidently, remember that part of the anatomy. Yeah. It's the hole in your dick. I thought Robin. so, but I wasn't sure. You know, that hole you got in your dick, Robin, that's uh, <laughs> called a meatus. <laughs> 
you know, I've te- I've taught you about labia, and you've taught me about yeah. the meatus. Well, when he said my meatus was normal, a boner. I think he thinks my dick's normal size. I, I feel good about myself. So it turned out it was just a hole in my dick is normal. So <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. You've got a beautiful hole in your dick. In other words, I guess he was scoping it out to see if what you know what kind of tube he needed to get up my dick to go see what was doing in there. I didn't want to know. I just want. To, I wish he could have done it right then and there because the waiting was the hardest part, as Tom Petty yeah. said. How many days after he looked at you did you wait? I think it was about ten days. Wow. Uh, he said he would have done it sooner, but he just felt he knew my schedule and had the radio. He said, you know, do it on a day. We'll get you in early. He was just a great guy. And, um, yeah, and like I said, Dr. Egg has found him for me because I said, you know, I'm kind of weirded out. I, I don't want anything to go wrong down there. But now I'm neurotic. So as soon as I heard I had a bladder stone and they had to go in my dick, I said, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to lose my ability to get an erection soon as they go in there so i said uh, and i'm like I, and like i'm embarrassed to bring stuff up so i go hey you know hey uh, i'm not gonna need any uh boner pills after this huh <laughs> he goes what and i go hey you know i'm not gonna have any ed erectile dysfunction or anything he goes your bladder has nothing to do with your prostate your prostate is where all that other stuff all happens, that happens yeah. yeah you know i I'm, I'm i'm so naive about the penis because really i barely have one so Anyway, they do the surgery and everything, and now I'm like, hmm. Well, that was another question, whether it was a procedure or it was surgery. Wasn't that the one? It, I think it was called a procedure, but I tell people I had surgery down there. I, <laughs> I want them to feel bad for me. Even my wife goes, you had a procedure. I go, no, no, no. He called it surgery. I think I'm lying to her, but I don't care because I, I want her to be sympathetic to me. Right, you wanted it to sound as as yeah. bad as it could possibly be. Because I was walking around here all nervous and like carrying on, honey. I can't believe I'm going. And she goes, "It's just a procedure." I go, "No, no, no." He this time he called it surgery. She goes, "You're <laughs> lying." I go, "No, I'm not." I'm telling this is you the now. Craziest it's, argument I ever heard. Yeah, yeah. I go, "No, it's been upgraded to surgery." <laughs> she goes, "You told me fifty times the guy said it's just a procedure." Anyway, I'm going with surgery. <laughs> I wasn't in a hospital. But there was no cutting either. May, who knows? Who knows what they did? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because you weren't cut doesn't mean you didn't have surgery, Robin. I, I think it my, does. Does it? Oh. Well, anyway, I uh, I tell people I had surgery down there. But anyway, I was in there for like seven minutes, the guy said. And he even gave me a video. It looks like a video game of them blasting this the enormous... You know, two centimeters is big. Yeah. It's like the size yeah. of a nickel. Oh, God only knows how it was in there. They told me I need to drink more water, though. And then they went in there. He says, everything went fine. You're good to go. Just uh, before you leave, pee. Which I did, which was a nightmare. Oh, my God. I never saw so much, you know. Uh, I don't want to gross you out, but it was it was pretty gross. But all right. Everything was fine. So now I go home, and now I'm left to my neurotic brain. I go, I bet you I lost my ability to it. To ejaculate and get a hard on. Oh, you would have thought he had major surgery. He yeah. was just sitting and and yeah. walking slow. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was a whole drama, and then they told me I couldn't, you know, lift anything over ten pounds. Right. Meanwhile, yeah. for a day, but I carried on for a week. I I go. 
I called up the trainer. I told my wife, I can't lift anything for, for a week. Meanwhile, <laughs> they told me a day, but somehow I had extended it to a week and I'm, you know, right. I'm shuffling around. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, every time I lay down and go to bed, I'm like, I bet you I can't get a hard on anymore. I guarantee I can't get a hard on. Meanwhile, I'm waking up every night with a major fucking boner because I got to pee. But meanwhile, I'm like convinced. So I wait about a week or two because or, I don't want to damage anything. And I said, time to test this fucker out. And so what I, was I, going on? Did you have some quiet time? Did you? Yeah, I don't know what was going on, but I went into my bathroom and uh, put on some you porn. <laughs> And some lesbian something or other, and I'm, I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pulling my taffy, <laughs> and uh, like it's kind of just limp, you know what I mean? It's like not full. And I went, uh oh, working. Yeah, I go, uh oh, this is it. I can't fuck anymore. This is it. It's over because uh -oh. of my bladder stone. <laughs> And I would have called the doctor, but I, I'm embarrassed. You know what I mean? Like, I'm right, like, uh, right. what are you going to say? So then the, the nurse from, uh, they do a follow up. They're so nice. The, the nurse did a, a nurse did the follow up. And, and I go, uh, and like she's asking me, how, how was your time here? Do you feel fully healed? Do you blah, 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 blah. She's a, and I go, ha, ha, ha. I go, I go, ha, ha, ha. you know, it's a woman. I, I just, it's like, well, I, I'm sure it has nothing to do with uh, erectile dysfunction. If you get, I'm sure, <laughs> like that. I'm like, she goes, what? I go, <laughs> all of a sudden you're JD Harbire on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, you know, like I didn't want, I, I just, you know, I, I was, I said, it doesn't affect, there's no way any of that stuff affects your boner. I mean, your erection. And she's like, no, 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 no. You know, she didn't even know what I was talking about. Like, it was, it's not an issue. But I'm convinced they're lying to me because that's me. And I said, well, maybe they had an accident when they were up there with that thing and they, they, they hit something. It's a, did you see the catheter? That no, I didn't see any. They knocked me out. They, they, okay. I said, please, I don't want to see any of that. They had it in it's and out. probably very small, Howard. Yeah, well, I'm very small. So anyway, uh, <laughs> it was it was probably very, very, very small, unusually small. I think they had to send that for a super. They, I think they went to a pediatrician to find one. Anyway, I um, yeah, even when I came out of it, I was like, oh, gee, I wonder which one of you was dealing with my penis. Like, were you struggling to get the camera in there? Did it go in easy? Who knows? I'm sure I I'm sure I retracted. Who knows? Anyway, uh. I was even imagining they had to like like fondle me for a while to get a little bigger. Oh, yeah, my yeah, yeah. I, don't, I who knows? I'm not and gonna, I didn't want did to you know. Ask you're not going to ask. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you guys um, molest me while I was under? <laughs> anyway, so I go in the bathroom with the U porn, and I'm watching lesbian videos, and I'm like really not getting anywhere. I'm like, uh oh, this is bad. So now I'm convincing myself. See, this is how strong the human brain is. Oh, yeah. You can convince. This is, by the way, a very hopeful message I'm giving you this morning. Your mind is a strong thing. It can do lots of it can, you know, it can convince you you can't get hard if you're not careful. It so, can convince you there are dogmen. It can yeah. convince you of a lot of stuff. It can convince you when somebody would be good for the country when they're really bad people. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anyway. 
now I'm like, hmm, I better fuck Beth. If anyone can get me hard, it's her. You know, but I'm nervous because what if I what if I fail in the bedroom? What I've if never you failed fail? Oh. Yeah, what if I fail? So we went at it, and I was yes, I I did. I successfully uh, banged her. But and I, you I know what con- that means? You what? forgot your anxiety and really well, got into. As soon as I was done banging, my anxiety returned, and I went. That was a fluke. I don't think I could do it again. <laughs> you are too funny. So I started, like I waited a couple of days to build up some load. And I went in and whacked off. Nothing. Couldn't get, couldn't, like I, I was bonerized. And then all of a sudden, I felt like I came and I went, that's it. I don't come anymore. I just feel Nothing like. Nothing came I, out. So nothing. then I, like I got in two. touch. I got in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing came out. I went, this is what it's going to be now. I get like semi hard. And then I kind of feel like I came, and this is really bad. So I called the uh, urologist. I said, uh, you know, no, I didn't call him. I texted him. I go, uh, hey, uh, can any of this um, affect your ability to come? He goes, absolutely not. This has nothing. This is your bladder, not your prostate. So I was very, very hyped up after that. I go, this has got to be in my brain. I went in, I found the raunchiest porn I could find with two <laughs> sexy gals. And I what started was so tugging. Raunchy about it? It was just over the top. They were, they were related in every single way, you know. <laughs> and no one, you know, it was a lot of resistance. It was just awful. Oh boy. And I'm tugging on my, 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 my pud. And, and then I started to feel like I was done, but nothing had happened. I said, you work through this. You can do this. And I tugged on that thing. I thought Again? I was going to rip it. You go oh, right yeah. I in? kept going. I kept tugging, tugging, <laughs> tugging, tugging. And I blew the biggest load you ever saw because I hadn't done it in a long time. But wait a minute. When you were with Beth, you don't think you had? I don't know. I, yeah, I, no, no. I had a big load with her. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. but, but anyway, there's a moral to this. The story is... Always believe in yourself, no matter the odds. For those but of you, what if your brain is so screwed up, you shouldn't <laughs> believe in yourself. Well, How Robin, do, you do it then. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I I prevailed. Now I'm blowing loads all over the place. I'm back, kids. So <laughs> uh, I can get the job done. So well, there I'm you go. I'm very happy for you. I'm happy for me too. I was really freaking out. I was really nervous, Robin. I almost called you to see if you well, could you talk on my taffy. Well, you said it once or twice that you yeah. were worried about it. But you didn't make a big deal about it to me. You were just like, but they told me it, it doesn't do that. Yeah, I try to approach you about it, but I didn't need, I didn't need that giggle of yours going on. <laughs> by the way, Robin, don't call this a comeback. My dick never really left. It was always in working condition. You were here all the time. Good I was you. here all Good the time. Go for you. I just didn't know it. Yeah. I like that Ask Sal. What a weirdo. I would. Sal always wanted to be my friend, like not just a co-worker. He wanted to 
you know, want to hang out at my house. And so I wouldn't let that guy anywhere it near my house. It wasn't like he wanted to be your friend, Howard. It was like he knew he was going to be your friend. It was inevitable. How is it the dumbest guy on our staff has all the answers about the afterlife? Like, do you ever notice that dumb, real, like, like, no offense to Sal, but he's not so bright. But he has all the answers, you know? He knows that. Like, wouldn't he say to himself, you know, I'm not that bright. Why would I know what happens after you die? I mean, Neil or deGrasse Tyson I doesn't know. spend my time learning something. Yeah, right. No, he's Rather making up stories. Knowing something. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he spends his time. Like, yeah, well, you're right. Like, like, read a book and learn something. <laughs> something grounded in what we know, not right. in make believe. It's like a little kid. You know what happens when you die? You, what did he say? You go, you go back, and you and you get to decide if you want to come back as a girl or a boy. Or I mean, l- you listen can to have that. your daughter be your mother. Yeah, he knows that. <laughs> he says it with conviction. He went, Wolf, I should play this for you. Wow. I wasn't going to do this today, but, you know, this is the guy who plays the xylophone with his penis to get laughs. And he somehow thinks he knows about the afterlife. It's like laughable. What well, happens? he knows about something you can't really verify. Right. Isn't that right. great? <laughs> well, that's why, like, you know, dummies who listen to these preachers on TV. And they go, oh, no, this guy talks to God every night. And they and they send him money. I mean, it's just fucking unbelievable. Like, like, there's so many bright people, but there's so many more stupid fucking people on the planet. It's just mind-boggling how dumb people can be. In an age of AI, in an age where you have information at your fingertips, and yet there are morons walking around going, you know what happens when you die? <laughs> and, oh, no, what happens? Well, you go up and you decide... If you want to come back as like a, um, like maybe you want to be born to your own daughter. So you choose. And then, well, like, where do you go? Do you go to an office? No, no, no. You just decide what you want to do. You just say it. The universe is a, um, a mission. This is a, a guy. <laughs> yeah. This is a guy who struggled through Suffolk Community College. I'm not even sure he graduated, but he knows what happens when we die. Well, you know, and then he puts on that voice. You know what happens when we die? You go. <laughs> you know, I can communicate and talk to other forms of energy without talking. Hmm. Of course you can. <laughs> of course, of course. I don't doubt it for yeah. a second. Yeah, you're the chosen one. <laughs> But, you know, he says that, the you know, if the, you know, the woman says, can my father come back and have, a, you know, the same life? Yes, he could come back and say he wants to be a, a truck driver again and live in Minnesota. And he could come back through someone else or he could even decide that he wants his daughter to be his mother. And yeah. so she would have a girl or a boy and that would be him. <laughs> Sal's not book smart. He's spirit smart. He 